0: Hey guys, welcome to this video that I'm going to make regarding the survey I recently had you fill out. So, 29 of you were nice enough to fill out this survey to give me an idea of what I can do to improve the podcast and the things that you guys like, that you don't like, the things you would prefer me to focus more on, the things that you would prefer me to focus less on. Um, I think I asked questions regarding podcast length, if it was too long or too short, etc. So, I'm going to go through each one of those questions and make this video obviously to put on YouTube so you guys can see what other people uh, overall voted for or suggested I, I do based on the survey. So, let's get straight to it. Now, the first question was... I wanted you guys to rank episodes from most liked to least liked, and you can see that everything was pretty close. So, I think based on the scores down the side here, it's ranked pronunciation first as the episode type that you guys most liked and ranked at the highest um, level of number one, and then expressions and walking with Pete came second here with a score, an overall score of three, and then behind Walking with Pete expressions and pronunciation episodes, the embarrassing English errors and the interview kind of episodes came fourth and fifth respectively. So, I guess I'll just keep doing it the way that I'm doing it because they're in about the same order with regards to the ones that I make more often and the ones that I have on there least often. So, the pronunciation ones and the expression ones I obviously have every week. Same with walking with Pete or at least almost every week and then the embarrassing English errors in the interview episodes just come out whenever I get around to doing them. So, I guess based on the results of this question I'll just keep things much the same. Ideal episode length. So, this was the second question. What is your ideal episode length? It looks like only two people voted for less than five minutes, 17 of you, about 60% liked episodes between five to 10 minutes long, and then there was a big almost 40% of you liked 10 to 15 minute episodes, and then just over 10% liked 15 minutes or greater. So, again, that sort of reflects the length of of episodes that I currently do where from time to time there are a few that are less than five minutes. The big bulk of them I try and have under ten minutes or ten minutes thereabouts, though every now and then, and you'll see the most recent pronunciation episode that I did today on used and used ran for about twenty minutes. So, again, I guess I'll try and focus on having things between five to ten minutes with a few going longer than that, up to 20 minutes sometimes. And yeah, I I might run this survey again in the future and see how you guys are finding things. So, that's where that one stands. Question three, are there episode types that you guys don't like? This was interesting. I think I didn't expect the interview types to get the least amount of likes. I was worried that you were going to really dislike the slang terms or the embarrassing English errors ones, but they did get a few votes, but overall it looks like the interview ones were least liked, so I guess I'll focus a lot less on doing the interview ones. I might focus a little less on embarrassing English errors as a result of this, and none of you, it seems, voted for the expressions or pronunciation ones as episodes you don't like, so I'll definitely keep doing those Uh, The way that I'm doing them currently, I might even try and do them more often. So, I'm glad that I got that feedback for those episodes, guys. Okay, what kinds of topics would you like? What kinds of topics would you find most interesting to listen to? So, I asked this question because I wanted an idea of what most of you guys want me to talk about when I talk about all kinds of stuff. Whenever I have an opportunity to talk about something that isn't necessarily about English or about the grammar in the English language, etc., and I'll read out just the responses I got. So, 24 of you responded. So, we've got the first one's interview. So, I guess there's still people out there who want me to do interviews from time to time. Uh, When you talk about personal Australian stuff, it feels more natural. So, Thanks for that response. Everyday English, again, fitness and health topics, expressions, discussion of Australian current affairs, culture, food, school, fashion, slang terms and idioms, pronunciation, Australian common expressions and just about life, slang terms and expressions, history, Aussie and general English slang and expressions, a bit of grammar talking about Australian topics and news, current news, youth, Australian culture, animals and nature, your travel, Australia, you, phrasal verbs, native expressions, pronunciations, something related to movies, Melbourne and Australia, expressions, the trends in Australia, Aussie culture such as food for example daily English conversation, grammar, structural and pronunciation, contraction, slang, real life topics in Walking With Pete. So, well, that's that's a pretty broad brush of topics to cover. So, I guess I will try and talk more about, first and foremost, obviously, Australia and life in Australia. And so, all kinds of things regarding schooling and and food and fashion and culture, I'll try and make some episodes a little bit more about those kinds of topics. And I guess regarding phrasal verbs and expressions and all that other stuff regarding the English language, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. I might try and do a bit more detailed stuff regarding grammar in the future. But for now, I'll just try and aim to talk a little bit more about Australia and our culture as well as, you know, a little bit more about history and science and stuff. Question 5 was, how do you find my speed of speaking? And so, again, this one I was worried. I know when I listen to the episodes that I speak a little slower than I normally would and I enunciate a little more, so I try not to mumble. I try not to speak uh, as rapidly and with the same amount of contractions that I would probably use if I was speaking with a native, native Australian English speaker. But it seems like the bulk of you like it the way it is, although the, a couple of people here, it seems, did think it was too slow and easy and that I do need to speak a little more like a native. So, taking that advice on board and I'll try and up the ante and make things a little bit difficult from time to time or just at least talk at a, a much more natural speed. Uh, question six. Please make more episodes about. So, this one I wanted to see which ones you guys wanted me to focus more on and which episodes you guys would like me to make more of if and when I had time to spend more more energy in that area. And it seems like pronunciation, my life in general, and walking with Pete were the top three there. And then expressions and interviews were sort of an equal fourth place with a few people saying slang in Australia and then they specified some other things, so we'll open up the responses and see what they said. Pronunciation. How do you use word stress correctly? This one I definitely was thinking about doing recently, so heteronyms I know are really really difficult in English, saying like um, a contract and to contract a disease or something like that where we emphasize words spelt the same way depending on how we're using them in a sentence. So, I might do some stuff on that in the near future. It's definitely planned for the distant future. Um, So, I guess aside from that though, I'll just keep talking about myself a little more. Maybe in Walking with Pete, I'll talk a little bit more about myself as opposed to my opinions about things. Though, I'll try and keep doing it the way I'm doing it and just talk a little bit more about me, I guess. And I'll Keep working away on these pronunciation episodes. Um, Question seven, I'd like you to talk more about. So this one I sort of listed a whole bunch of different kinds of topics and it seems like you guys want me to talk about anything and everything was in place number one. Australia was second, myself and English grammar were equal third and then English vocab and then a few other things got one or two votes. So, the takeaway from that for me is just keep doing what I'm doing, I guess, guys. I'll try and talk a bit more about Australia because I know I have skipped over a lot of opportunities in some of these episodes to talk more about Australia. So, I will try and focus on that. And I'm glad to see that in some of these questions, you guys aren't, um, I guess, opposed to learning English grammar. So, at first, I was worried that... If I did this podcast for advanced speakers, then talking about grammar might be a a no-no. But I'm glad you guys seem to be okay with it and are interested in it. So, I'll still touch on grammar and English vocab from time to time when the opportunity arises. So, question eight, and I think this is the last question. How else can I improve the Aussie English podcast? So, I had quite a lot of responses here, and I think... The overwhelming response was just, you know, you're doing well, good job. And I I really, really appreciate all the responses from you guys, all of your support and everything else. So, I really, really wanted to say thank you. Thank you so much for your support and for listening to the podcast. And, yeah, I, I might go through these a little more in detail on my own as opposed to talking about them now and take on board some of the messages you guys have sent me. But overwhelmingly, it seems like you don't have too much of an issue with any of the things on the podcast, the way it's run. Again, though, if you do, if you have anything staring you in the face that is incredibly obvious to be something that I could fix or that I could improve upon to give you a much, much more interesting learning experience, please, please, please do not hesitate to send me a message on Facebook privately, you're welcome to bring it up in a comment. You can email me. um, You can chat to me on the website as well at www.theaussieenglishpodcast.com. So, yeah, I am definitely open to hearing any kind of constructive criticism from you guys. Anyway, that's probably long enough. So, um, again, I want to say thank you so much to everyone who filled this out and that I have definitely taken on board what you've said. I will try and improve upon those things and just keep doing what I'm doing and giving you guys more and more resources to improve your Aussie English. So, all the best and thanks again, guys.